Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Oh, I'd give a rat's ass about Twitter. <laughs> What's better than this? It's guys being dudes. You're on the Draft Dudes Podcast. I am not Joe Marino, so my intro is a little rusty. Please bear with me. I'm Kyle Krabs. I am hosting today's episode of the Draft Dudes Podcast solo. Hope you guys had a great holiday. Enjoyed yourselves. Got some nice stuff. I know I got a Baker Mayfield jersey. And it was a surprise. And um, this household is now full. It was very satisfying to put on that Baker Mayfield color rush jersey, no less. My uh, my relatives did a wonderful job of making sure that my brand was attended to this holiday season. But uh, what we're going to do today, because I am by myself, I do think uh, the... The date of Christmas is relevant in the college football world because it marks the time in which you're going to start getting bowl games you actually care about for things other than betting purposes. I review the bowls that have been played so far. Maybe the highlight was like the Wake-Memphis game that was a shit show, for lack of a better word, at the end. But none of these games really move the needle for you unless you are a fan of one of those schools. And what I want to do is I want to talk through, between now and the new year on Monday, uh, my favorite matchup on each day from the bowls that are set to take place, because there's a lot of them. And uh, it's going to be a quick and dirty pod today. But you guys getting your feet underneath you from the the holidays and hopefully enjoying yourselves being lazy at home. Uh, I I think that's an appropriate course of action and it's the course we're going to take. So today is Wednesday, December 26th. It is 4.46 a.m. in my household as I record this. Getting ready for the start of the day. And I'm looking at the Serve Pro First Responder Bowl today on the 26th. Boston College versus Boise State. Everybody knows I'm a big Brett Rippin fan. Might be my favorite senior quarterback in this year's class. And he's going against a Boston College team that has Lucas Dennis at safety. They've also got Hamp Cheevers, who I think has seven interceptions on the season this year. At cornerback, their other safety is a player I think I actually like better than Lucas Dennis. His name is Will Harris. He's also a senior. And then this defense also has Wyatt Ray and Zach Allen at defensive end. There's some NFL talent and some pro prospects on this defense. And it's a great test at the end of the road for Brett Rippon. And the growth I think we've seen from him relative to what he was in years past. Last year's bowl game, Boise played 
uh, Oregon. And Leighton Van Der Esch played out of his freaking mind. And Justin Herbert threw a couple interceptions. And Boise State beat Oregon last year in the bowl game. Uh, if Brett Rippon comes out and is able to throw for 300-plus, a couple touchdowns, minimize the turnovers, not take a bunch of ugly sacks. He took a couple ugly sacks against Oklahoma State this season. I think that would be a win for Brett as far as ending his career on a high note. December 27th. Well, we get a rematch of the Orange Bowl from last year, Miami versus Wisconsin at Yankee Stadium, the Pinstripe Bowl. And this one catches my eye. Because Miami, again, has these big physical thumpers on defense with their linebackers. And they're going against an offensive line from Wisconsin that just leans on you. And I think, yet again, these two teams are a really good test for one another and the barometer. And it's always going to be with Miami and Wisconsin, which quarterback can you get half-decent play out of? But I always love the unstoppable force meets the immovable object. The guys like McLeod and Quarterman and Pankme going against an interior trio of Michael Dieter, Tyler Beatus, and Bo Benchwal. So I think that's kind of the, the headlining group for me, and that's that's also not to say that when Miami has the ball, you shouldn't be looking forward to uh, Travis Homer and DJ Dallas trying to bump heads with TJ Edwards and Ryan Connolly. So regardless of who has the football, there's going to be some good trend stuff and good, some good stuff in the run game in the new era pinstripe bowl on uh, Thursday December 27th. Guys still with me? Friday's tough. Friday's a tough slate because the Camping World Bowl would be the freaking bomb. There's just one problem. Will Greer's not playing. So now you get a West Virginia team that's missing several of their best players against Syracuse. I don't know who's going to show up and win this game. I really don't. How important was Will Greer to West Virginia's offense? Well, we saw what we thought the answer was last year, but we haven't seen this year. So the other two games are Purdue and Auburn in the Franklin American Mortgage Music City Bowl, which I think to date is the longest title for a bowl that we've had yet. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a little much. Or the Valero Alamo Bowl. And I'm leaning Alamo Bowl here is one that's interesting for me. Iowa State versus Washington State. And the reason why this one interests me specifically is two names. David Montgomery and Hakeem Butler. There's not going to be a lot of defense played in this game from Washington State's perspective. Gardner Minshew's going to sling the ball all over the place. 
But Butler and Montgomery, can you guys make enough explosive plays versus a Pac-12 defense to keep your team in the running and hopefully win a football game? That's the million-dollar question. And um, I have not gotten around to watching in depth Hakeem or David Montgomery because I'm not sure what their status is as, as pro prospects regarding what their personal decisions are going to be. They do have additional eligibility left. The last thing I want to do is be writing up players that go back to school in January. So they're on the back burner. But it will be a game I get to watch closely. And hey, it's a 9 o'clock kick on a Friday. I ain't got nothing better to do, let's be honest. Saturday, December 29th. We get semifinals. Clemson, Notre Dame, Alabama, Oklahoma. Shoot, we get Arkansas State, Nevada that day too. Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl, Florida versus Michigan. I'm out on this game. Michigan's lost like half their starting lineup is sitting out, not to play. Um, and Florida's still grossly overranked. So you can count me out. I'm, I'm not interested in the Peach Bowl this year. I watched Florida and Michigan play, I think, two times in the last three years, and it's been ugly every time. How about Dexter Lawrence, though? Sounds like the dude got some coal in his stocking. Dexter Lawrence, if you missed it, Dabo Swinney said, Lawrence is one of three Clemson players to have tested for an illegal substance, as informed by the NCAA. What does that mean for his status versus Notre Dame? Maybe I missed something over the holidays. Let me... My producer's going to look this up real quick. Okay. As of yesterday, Christmas, status unclear for Clemson defensive tackle Dexter Lawrence after positive test. So we don't know what the situation is with Dexter right now. I can tell you that would suck. I can also tell you if that is the case, you can guarantee Lawrence is coming out. There's no way he's going to come back to school for suspension. Because if they end up handing down discipline, then whatever he tested for is significant enough. Will Greer got suspended a year for something over-the-counter. So this is something to monitor for Dexter Lawrence. But at the same time, this game is still going to be about exactly the same thing. Clemson defensive line, Notre Dame offensive line. Can they make Notre Dame one-dimensional? And I think they can. I think they will stress Notre Dame to score enough points to keep up with them. This will be close for a while. I ultimately think Clemson pulls it out. The obvious answer here is the Capital One Orange Bowl. 8 p.m., Hard Rock Stadium. Alabama versus Oklahoma. Why is it important? Because you've got an offensive line in Oklahoma going against a defensive line in Alabama that is pretty much just NFL talent on both sides. Like, that's it. That is a sexy, sexy matchup. And you should be excited to watch it, my friends. 
Monday, December 31st. There's no games on Sunday. They're smart. They don't want to bang heads with the NFL. So we got a, a pretty extensive slate here. We got the Gator Bowl, the Union Holiday Bowl, the Liberty Bowl, the Red Box Bowl. I never heard of that one. The Sun Bowl and the Military Bowl, which doesn't have any teams that play that are military teams in it this year. I feel like that's a little counterproductive. This is a tough slate. There's not a lot here that's going to get you excited. With the exception of maybe the Red Box Bowl, 3 p.m. Oregon is playing Michigan State. And you should not be excited to play or to watch Michigan State play offense at all. What a brutal miss that was for me from the preseason take. That, hey, Michigan State's bringing back 10 stars. The only one they missed is their center. This should be a really good, fun team to watch this year. No. No, 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 no. I'm so sorry for leading you down this path if you had these expectations. But their defense against Justin Herbert, now that's something we can be thankful for as we go into the new year on January 1st. Um, Michigan State's defense has, I believe they've already got one senior bowl invite. Let my producer pull it up. Yeah, Kari Willis, safety, strong safety number 27, is a senior bowl invite already. As far as additional prospects in this game, uh, Kenny Willekes is a redshirt junior. Raekwon Williams, number 99, defensive tackle, is very good. Redshirt junior. Linebackers, Andrew Dow, Joe Bacci. Safety, David Dow. There's NFL prospects up and down on all three levels. And you get Justin Herbert throwing the ball against him. That's something to be thankful for on a modest New Year's Eve slate. And it's early. It's three o'clock. Watch the game. Game's over by four or by seven. And up and out you go. Go party. Don't worry about the late games. Unless you're really into northwestern Utah. Hope you guys enjoyed the quick primer. We'll get you through to the uh, start of next week. Uh, Joe is gonna be sailing the ship for you guys tomorrow. So uh, I promise he will take good care of you while I am away. And Joe and I will be back together again. The gang will all be here on Friday. We also have Locked On Super Show over on Locked On NFL Draft, so make sure you swing over check it out. Please, if you're looking for a holiday gift for the dudes, hit subscribe on this podcast. It's usually a lot more fun when there's somebody else talking. Joe, uh, as I said, we'll be back on Friday. We are doing a short show on Friday in addition to the Locked on Super Show uh, on their airwaves as well. Kyle Krabs at Grinding the Tape on Twitter. Thank you so much for tuning into this quick post-holiday episode of the Draft Dudes podcast. We'll catch up with you guys again soon. 
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.